Welcome again to the Entrepreneur's Advisor, the business podcast built for entrepreneurs and business owners. Join your host, Chip Schweiger, and his guests as they talk about proven strategies that can help you level up your company to go from seven figures to eight and from eight figures to nine. If you're a business owner, investor, or industry insider looking for actionable tips to make more money, improve profits, and increase the value of your business, you're in the right place. And now, once again, your host, Chip Schweiger. Well, hi there, and welcome to this week's episode of the Entrepreneur's Advisor Podcast, the podcast where you get one actionable tip each week to increase the value of your business. Say, if you're a new listener, a very warm welcome to what we think is quickly becoming one of the best business podcasts for entrepreneurs. And if you're a regular listener and subscriber, thanks for joining us again this week. Really happy that you're here. So I'm your host, Chip Schweiger, and to set the table for the new listeners, I'm a 27-year veteran of public accounting and corporate finance, where I've helped some of the largest companies in America grow. But my real passion is in helping entrepreneurs and business owners like you. You know, the great thing about entrepreneurs is that you're constantly evolving and embracing necessary change for the betterment of your organizations. And as seasoned growth consultants and coaches, we're no different. So before we get started this week, I wanted to once again connect the dots a bit. We recently rebranded both this podcast and the growth advisory firm I founded. If you used to listen to and enjoy the Entrepreneur's Accountant podcast, you're still in the right place. We changed our name, changed our logo, and refreshed our value proposition to broaden our focus to entrepreneurs and business owners like you. We also renamed this podcast to the Entrepreneur's Advisor Podcast because we do a whole lot more than just accounting. In fact, the new name represents the time-honored vision our clients possess to grow their businesses in true entrepreneurial style. Whether you want to exit your business in the near future or continue to run your company with more freedom, our experienced advice can help you achieve your goals. Now, new is fun and exciting, but change can also sometimes be uncomfortable. So I want to assure you in very clear terms that what hasn't changed at all is our commitment to the growth of your business. In fact, that passion is strengthened by our rebranding. So with that cleared up, this week I want to talk specifically to the CEOs. Now, if you're an investor or an aspiring business owner or an industry insider, that's okay. You're going to get value out of this episode, so keep listening. But if you're a CEO, I want you to lean in a little bit closer to hear me or turn up the volume in your car just a bit more because this week we're talking about the three things successful business owners do differently. You know, much is made of analyzing the personality traits of successful entrepreneurs. Some appear outgoing, others are introverts. Some lean right, others lean left. Some are flashy. Others are more monk-like with their money. Their diversity can lead one to the conclusion that there is no common personality trait amongst successful founders. But rather than trying to understand who they are, let's look at what they do. So at my firm and in my career, I've had the opportunity to help many businesses improve their value, with some going on to exit their business for seven, eight, or even nine figures. As such, we have a unique vantage point from which to observe the owners who achieve the most financial success. And this point of view has allowed us to observe three things 
the most successful owners do differently. Number one is they read business books. My most successful clients are voracious consumers of business content. When a new business book hits the bestseller list, most have either read it or summarized its central points. They read about their individual industry. They read about other complementary industries. They understand what's going on socially, and they're always keeping up with politics. And let's be honest, there's a lot of talk about what's happening in Washington and in Europe, so there's a lot to keep up with. And it's not just the printed word. Many get information through audiobooks or webinars or podcasts. Hey, congratulations, by the way, for listening to this podcast. And others get information via YouTube. And really, the actual medium is less important to these successful founders. What's consistent is their continuous learning pattern and their desire to leverage other people's smart ideas and to put them to work in their own companies. The number two trait that successful founders have is they join masterminds. So in the absence of having a board of directors or a boss, successful founders often use a peer board to hold themselves accountable and to gain an outside perspective when they're stuck. So initially popularized by Napoleon Hill in his class book, Think and Grow Rich, a mastermind gathers a small group of peers to act as one another's board. Often led by a chair, these groups become lifelines for owners as they navigate big decisions in their business and in their personal lives. Now, you may have a number of investors in your business, and they may function as a sort of a sounding board. But if you're like a lot of business owners, those relationships are important for you to look good and leave investors with the impression that you're as on top of the business and are protecting their investments as much as you really are. So you're likely to be guarded with what you say and how you say it. And even if that's not your concern, mastermind groups can provide incredible value to you because they're safe environments to explore the challenges of starting and running your business. Now, things that you can't bounce off of employees or a spouse or an investor, you can share in a mastermind group and get real solutions to real challenges that you're facing. And I think the greatest value is it's a safe place to talk about issues and to get unstuck. And the number three trait of successful founders is they ask questions. Now, the character trait that makes successful entrepreneurs inclined to read business books and to join peer groups is their natural curiosity. They have an unquenchable thirst for knowledge. No matter how successful, they never get full. Case in point, Mark Cuban. He's best known as a shark on Shark Tank. But before that, he built several nine-figure companies because the guy never sleeps. He's always asking questions, and he's always trying to learn more. Working on three to four hours of sleep a night, Cuban is constantly going and gathering information, knowledge, and data. In fact, he once didn't take a vacation for seven years and still routinely stays up until 2 a.m. doing what? Reading. But back to you. Yes, you should regularly be asking questions of your finances from your bookkeeper or your accountant. But also, you can ask questions of customer managers or of production workers or even of actual customers. Because every interaction with everyone you meet, both inside your company and out in real life, every one of these interactions gives you information and data. Hey, even talking to competitors can make for a ton of good information. If they're expanding into new product or perhaps a new product line didn't work out, all of that is good information. 
and having good relationships with competitors also makes sense because you never know when they might be interested in buying your company or you interested in buying theirs, which hopefully that makes sense. So you may be sitting there listening and be a little bit surprised that we didn't talk about any of the stereotypical attributes of successful entrepreneurs. Yes, many founders are also action-oriented and competitive and tenacious, but all of these common personality traits are who they are and our interest is in what they do. Actions are the measure of a person. Take a look at what a founder does to stay sharp, and you'll see a consistent pattern among the most successful entrepreneurs you know. And do these things, and you can be right there with them, regardless of how you measure success. Hey, before we finish for this week, just a reminder that if you have specific questions, please drop us a note at vistiumgrowth.com forward slash podcast. Now, there's a form there for you to submit questions, and I and my guests will give you our thoughts live in future episodes. And also, just one last reminder, we're on Facebook, we're on Instagram, and we're on Twitter. And all of them are at Vistium Growth. So let's connect. And with that, we're done for this week. Hope that you'll join us again next week. And until then, we'll see you. You've been listening to The Entrepreneur's Advisor, the podcast for entrepreneurs, business owners, and investors. If you've enjoyed today's episode, please subscribe to this podcast. It's easy to do so by clicking on that subscribe button or follow button. And you can also visit us on the web at www.vistiumgrowth.com forward slash podcast. That's V-I-S-T-I-U-M growth.com. We'll catch you in the next episode. And thanks again for listening to the Entrepreneur's Advisor Podcast.